Welcome to Sweet Talk. This broadcast is brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts and the format is conversational. We will be having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. Now, let's get started with Sweet Talk. This is Jason Batalden. I'm the assistant director here at Continuing Education Workforce Training at the College of Technology at ISU, and I want to welcome you to the show. Uh, we are excited to get here. Um, we have an exciting guest today on the show, uh, and we already had a wonderful conversation before we hit the record button, so let's hope we got something left to air here. Um, but as we, hey, and those of you that are faithful listeners of the show, that all three of you, one of my mom included, uh, Paul's back on this episode today. So, yes. Paul, you disappeared there for a little bit. Just for a little bit. I, you know, I have other responsibilities than this today. Uh, yeah. Listen, he's trying to sound tough, but the truth of the matter is that Paul took a vacation day the last time we were recording. So, you just want just to say that. Paul, you have to. You're, you're maxed out on your vacation days. You need to take a vacation. You're supposed uh, to. Just- there's just stuff sitting on your desk when you come back from vacation. <laughs> okay. All right, Caitlin, we'll get to you here in just a second. But before, before that, uh, I, we got to say the magic word, and that magic word is welcome. And we know when we say welcome, we start the 20-minute timer. So, Caitlin, you're on the timer, and I didn't even bother to introduce you or tell anyone about you. So uh, that's your first task in the podcast is let people know who you are. Awesome. Uh, my name is Caitlin Pankow. I teach English at Pokey High School. I'm heading into my ninth year of education, and it's a year that's going to be very different than all the other years that I've ever experienced, right? <laughs> yes. uh, so it's, uh, it's going to be interesting, but I've got a pretty positive attitude about it. So, you know, that's going for me. All right. Um, well, Ka- well, Caitlin, first of all, I got to let you know right up front and full disclosure, um, I'm married to an English teacher, high oh, school nice. English teacher. So uh, I don't know if you're married or not or whatever, but if you are, I feel bad for your your partner because uh, I have my wife has been a teacher for 20 some years, and there needs to be a support group for uh, the partners of teachers because yeah. you know, it's a unique category. Especially the partners of English teachers because we yeah. have a whole load of things to do. <laughs> no, and you're always so critical, right? You're just so anyway. No, 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 no. That's not so. True. So, Caitlin. Um, uh, Jason's uh, wife is an English teacher, mm-hmm. but uh, our intern, Sammy Rich, who does our blog articles, took uh, the English with uh, Jason's uh, wife back in high school, and she majored in college in English. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so, and she uh, now works for me. She works for me writing. And so I always tell Sammy, if you, you know, she better uh, shape up or I'll let my wife start editing your work. And so <laughs> nobody wants that. Caitlin, but we're not here to talk about high school English. So, you know what, you brought up a great point. Uh, this is going to be an interesting year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, but Lord knows we can just go on Facebook and have that conversation with about 200 other people. So yeah. we, we, let's not do that today. Okay. No. <laughs> Absolutely. And everybody has a different uh, idea. Oh, of what it should look holy like, Hannah. But, you know. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. an expert on COVID right now. I can yes. tell you that. Yes. Yeah. 
So how many day? I mean, so are you doing like a blended um, situation, Caitlin, or are, what are you doing exactly? So we're heading into hybrid. Um, and so we're splitting kids A day, B day schedule. Um, last names A through K will come on Mondays and Thursdays. And then the rest of the days will be online instruction. And then the L through Z will be um, Tuesdays and Fridays and the other days will be um, online instruction. So it's a little like a college feel, you know, where you're doing homework on your own and you're reading on your own. But when you come into the class, you're ready to discuss, you're ready to write, you're ready to interact. So um, it'll be definitely new, but I like the feel of, you know, it's kind of called a flipped classroom as well. Right. Where right. Kids are doing the work and then they're coming ready to talk. Yeah, um, I actually did a video on flipped classrooms uh, quite a few years ago because, you nice. know, I do the video production at, at the university and we had this whole thing where we kind of were very excited about the flipped classroom mm -hmm. potential. Yeah. Um, now, um, is this the first time that you've done online teaching? And again, you're kind of forced into it, but have you, did you try that before? everything this happened? Uh, no, before the spring happened, I was primarily just the, um, you know, in-class teacher, but I did the blended where you do yeah. have some technology in the classroom where they're writing their essays or they're watching you know, videos and using tech. So that's blended, but I've, I've never been a full online teacher and I've never been a full hybrid teacher either. So right. brand new adventure for a lot of us. Right now. So, so well, is the Go ahead, Jason. Well, Paul, we're, we're, we're going down the wrong, we're going down the wrong uh, side. I'm going to bring it back, Jason. I promise <laughs> I can bring it back. <laughs> okay. I, I, I was really super curious. <laughs> I know, Paul. I know, but. <laughs> so, you know, with, with all this talk about like what school's going to look like, you know, a lot of people think I only can focus on COVID or I only can focus on my classroom. And a lot of other things have come up in the world at this moment, right? Um, right. Where we're talking about, you know, um, like, the, the the Black Lives Matter, and we're talking about you know in inclusion, and we're talking about diversity, and do I have the ability to also focus on that within my classroom while I'm also worried about all these other things? And my my screaming answer is yes. Like when things like this come up, we need to focus on all of them. Something can't be pushed aside, especially sure. like. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. You just uh, so let's jump into this right away, okay? Because. <laughs> Absolutely right. Those the 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 diversity and the inclusion are absolutely important. Mm -hmm. But in this area of COVID right now and in this world, um, we've added another obstacle that already puts students who are um, who have already obstacles either on economic, social, um, you know, learning uh, issues, uh, finance. You know, I already mentioned economic. So we have all this gamut right, of these obstacles that we need to overcome or, or be aware of or teach through. And now we've added this COVID component. Mm -hmm. What, um, I mean, how do you address that? I mean, how is that being addressed in this classroom, in this new environment? I think we just have to manipulate it. And so where, you know, like the way that I think about is what do I have control over now? I have control over the, the information that I'm giving to my students and the curriculum that I have, regardless if it's being given to them in person or online. Um, and representation matters. So if I need and, and I need to continue to focus on, you know, equity and diversity and inclusion, then that curriculum is probably one of the most important things I can focus on for my students to be able to either see themselves or see different perspectives or see different, you know, lives that are represented in our world. And so it's if we let COVID just kind of stop us in our tracks, I think it would be to a detriment to our students, but we have the ability to still implement 
you know, this, this wonderful curriculum or this wonderful equity so that, you know, students are able to gain those new perspectives, I think. Um, and that's, that's a big deal. And, and, and making sure that we as educators are going and seeking that out, you know, whether we're talking to other colleagues, right. Or Mm -hmm. there's training being offered in the district or you, I mean, videos, Ted talks, like there is so much information out there as to how to apply this into teaching that, you know, we, we, I don't know how to say this, like it's our own fault if we don't try, you know? Well, I think the easy thing here though, is you talk, use that word perspective, right? So, you know, let's talk about, you know, COVID hits, at least in our area around March, right? That's, and I guess nationwide, but, yeah. but really that kind of is when it targeted us. And we go to lockdowns and we go to self, you know, quarantines and all those wonderful things. Well, I mean, I think part of what, or I, the thing that's got me concerned is we use that as an opportunity, we mean collectively, mm-hmm. to create our own echo chambers to create our own silos because I can keep perspectives or ideas or uh, conflicting ideas or conflicting or different looking, you know, uh, ideas, people, situations, circumstances, I could push them out. Right. Absolutely. And and then all of a sudden I can reinforce what I'm already thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that's, but that's, that's a fight always. Yeah. That is a fight always. Absolutely. Right. And so that, I, I don't know where I, now, go ahead, Paul, ask me where the question is in that. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I'm just sitting here listening, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I just, but that was that idea of perspective. So your challenge is as a teacher, right, is to push through those perspectives. Right. Um, and, you know, at Pokey High, mm-hmm. you guys, I'm assuming, have the same issues that every high school has across okay. the country. Yeah. You know, economic, social, yeah. cultural. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we can, we can see that, but um, you know, where, where the change happens, happens is, you know, first we have to self-reflect and we've got to be pushed into something that makes us think about how we interact with the world and what is our impact on the world. Right. Um, I listened to KISU's Navigating Diversity and I use those actually in my classroom with my students to talk about that. And in one episode, they talk about standpoint theory and, Um, how everything that's happened to me in the past has made me who I am today. And it's, it makes me see or interact with you two differently based on that. Right. And Mm -hmm. you can, both of you are hearing the same words that are coming out of my mouth, but how you interpret them are based on everything that has brought you to this point. Right. And so I, I kind of am going off on a tangent, but I think that's okay. So, um, you know, but working (laughs) on Working on the self is the, is the biggest thing, and you don't know what you don't know, um, but you're right. We live in an age and an era where we can just push everyone who disagrees with us aside, and we can find only the information that is agreeing with us or that we find palatable, and I think that's the point of education, though, is to you know give kids that opportunity to maybe see something or read something or experience something that they haven't before, and then and let I, them process that. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I think you're Absolutely right, Caitlin. And I, and I think in the uh, age of uh, social media, it's just gotten so much worse. Um, it seems like all, all people seek out on social media is uh, validation to what mm-hmm. they've already believed. Right. Um, and I think that's why education in school is so important um, because it gives you a, a different perspective. 
Um, I think, uh, I mean, you do English. I mean, you must have, do you have reading assignments and so mm -hmm. forth? And, oh, yeah. I, I think reading in high school is way a person develops empathy and also mm -hmm. puts themselves into other characters or um, situations as they read uh, in order to uh, gain uh, um, more knowledge outside their own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it challenges their worldview, right? And That's so, the word I was looking for. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, Kaylin, all right. Kaylin, uh, forgive, forgive me for this question, but I'm oh, just, I like being blunt because it's kind of fun and here's the point. You weren't born with all this insight. No. this perspective. No, uh, no. I mean, I, I mean, and I'm assuming maybe your parents taught it or you learned it at school or maybe you had any other experiences or interactions that kind of forced this upon you. So I'm going to make an assumption if I'm wrong. Uh, if you were in the same room, you could kick me in the shin, but we, <laughs> since I guess my shins are safe. What, what was it? What was it that pushed you out of your self-defined, self-created uh, little world? Um, I'm a reader and I've been a reader my entire life and both mm -hmm. my parents read and they made sure that I had those different, um, you know, books that the characters um, were children of color. They were um, people with different religions. They were from other countries. They were different than me, but I could still connect to them, right? And I could still see myself within them regardless if we had all these differences, you know, and, and to respect those differences because people are different, you know? Um, oftentimes we hear people say like, oh, I'm, I'm colorblind. But when you say that, it really actually means that you don't see them as a full person, right? And so I, starting young, it was a lot of reading, but, um, you know, just my mom would always say like, I'm always in to help for justice. Like I've always been that kid and I don't know why, just, I guess it's who I am, but I, you know, pursue that information and, and, you know, I'm not an expert, right. And I continually make mistakes, but I'm in a place right now that I can see my mistakes and go, all right, <laughs> shouldn't say that. I now know that that could be offensive or that could hurt somebody, mm -hmm. especially with like microaggressions, right? And sure. then I can, I can reflect on it and change. And I've always been really comfortable with apologizing for the things that I do. And I feel like that really helps my students too. When I make a mistake or I say something that's insensitive, you know, I reflect and I apologize and it's up to them. You know, they're not, they're not too, I hear this a lot. They're not too sensitive, right? If something offends a student or offends a, an other human being, we have to take that as it is and process that, that we mm -hmm. said something that maybe unintentionally hurt that person, but we have to reflect on that. And, and I think, you know, stemming from reading a lot, stemming from my parents giving me, you know, these skills to talk about. Um, I, I've really, it's been in the last like two or three years that I really just jumped into like racial and social justice. And I've had some trainings. Um, I'm a, I'm an IEA member, which is the Idaho Education Association. Yeah. I'm the representative for the Human and Civil Rights Committee from Region 5. So I started that in 2016 and I was like, okay, this seems like something that I really want to do and, you know, I'm getting myself out there. And through that, I've then been trained from the National Education Association in Leaders for Just Schools which is their national program. Um, and then they made me a facilitator. So I actually get to facilitate and train other teachers on racial and social justice. And I, and I think that, you know, having those opportunities are great and having those conversations are great. And I've been able to work with um, teachers from all over the nation, you know, people I would have never met before because mm -hmm. I decided to 
you know, join the Human and Civil Rights Committee and, you know, and be vocal. Like I, you know, there's, there's different words there. There's allies, there's accomplices, there's co-conspirators, right? And we're starting to see these, this vocabulary to describe people who are fighting for racial and social justice expand mm -hmm. and where we can apply and fit in, you know, because we're all at different places, which sure. is awesome. You know, like reading a book is super important, but what's the next step? You know, sure. like putting right. curriculum in front of my students is really important, but what's the next step? Sure. You know, and, and, and I learned from that lunch and learn, you know, that it's always an ongoing journey. And I really like that idea. Like you don't just arrive, like I've arrived, not right. at all. Right. You're, you <laughs> right. are continuing the work. And I think, I think that's so cool <laughs> right. to be on this journey. Right. So did, so, we, go did ahead, we mention Paul. that Caitlin had uh, attended a Lunch and Learn that we gave? No, no, yeah, of course okay. we didn't, Paul, because that would have taken us, you know, it's because it would mean that we knew what we were doing on the show. Well, tried so. to bring it in. I tried to mention it. <laughs> Caitlin, uh, welcome to our new host. So, <laughs> Caitlin, so, uh, you do a way better job of this than Paul and I do, I promise you. So we had a, um, a scheduled Lunch and Learn. Which, which date was that, Jason? Do you know? That was last month? That was and, our, um, yeah, in July. And, and then uh, our next one's in September 16th. Okay, so. and um, the uh, guest speaker was uh, Henry Evans from Idaho State University. He's the uh, Department of Diversity. Um, and I've, I've met Hen Henry uh, uh, a couple times. In fact, I just filmed his orientation um, speech last week. Um, he's a, he's a, a very nice guy, um, good speaker. Um, and he likes to keep the, his um, talks light too. Um, right. You know, he's, he's, he's funny. Well, and that's, you know, uh, Caitlin, uh, I'm assuming you ran into some advertisement somewhere or knew someone about the Lunch and Learn. Yeah. And I imagine just the topic, because it was on diversity and inclusion, um, kind of piqued your interest. And so uh, we want to just take this minute to give a plug that we want to encourage uh, people to listen to shows to check, it, check us out on uh, our website and check out Facebook, because we do announce when next one's coming up, September 16th, and we'll start advertising that here shortly. But I want to I, I want to jump off that and 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 I guess this is why you brought up a term social justice. Now that has gotten a negative that term has been appropriated by I would say uh, to mean things that it doesn't mean. It, or wait a minute, I guess that's my bias, right? There's evidence of my bias. I I, um, I would like to think that I'm somewhat understanding social justice, but I the way that that term is being used currently is not what the original intent of social justice was uh, years ago. Um, as it, I mean, and not to get too on this, but I mean that term also, you know, it, it's a doctrine. You know, it's a doctrine. It's a it's a religious doctrine as well. So, um, when you use that term, when you use that term, are you finding people pushing back against that? Are you finding that term in and of itself being an obstacle to the work that you're trying to do? Sometimes, I guess it depends on the room, you know, and who I'm with. Yeah. Well, that's the understatement of the, you're not, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to minimize what you said. I, no, but you're, no, right. I, you're right, you're right, right, right. You're I think right. you're right because a lot of these words have become pejorative and they shouldn't be, right? Yeah, um, yes. I where, love English teachers, pejorative. <laughs> yes, we got a great word. Well, well <laughs> so I, let, I, I, let her finish his talk, though. Let her, let, I want to fin fin I'm sorry, Caitlin. Finish this oh, talk. It's okay. So. so I think that's why you see a lot of things called equity and a lot of things called diversity, because people are comfortable with those terms, right? And so when we're comfortable with that, and, and I, I don't know, somebody might argue with me, but it, 
I, if diversity, calling something diversity training opens the door for me so I can talk about racial and social justice, I'm going to call it diversity. Okay. You know, and when it comes to social justice, I, I can, I, I can see where, you know, the, the negative aspect has come to, to maybe it precedes itself. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But it's, it's, there's no, like, there's no justice for anybody if there's no justice for all, right? Like, mm -hmm. I didn't say that very eloquently, but, you know, I think that's it. So when we can't just talk about race, we can't just talk about gender, we can't just talk about, you know, um, being able-bodied. It's all intersectional. And I right. think that's where um, we, you know, racial is focusing on the race, but that social is covering all the other isms that exist in the world that need to be talked about. And, and I think if we try to frame it that way, um, then maybe it'll have a, a better uh, understanding or a better uh, way to like accept it for what it is. But yeah. I, I think, I don't know, I-, I well, the, 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 I'm sorry, the quote that I like to use where you said, you know, um, no justice for all is, um, you know, if you want peace, work for justice. Mm -hmm. um, and without justice, there is no peace. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that's really what, to me, is what that means, is, right, is what does peace mean? Well, peace means that with my neighbor, country with country, you know, um, you know, world, everything from localized peace into our neighborhoods, you know, to expand outside our communities and our states and, our, um, and in our world and with each other. And I think the message of this social justice message has become extremely important because um, I think it's evident that we're lacking peace. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I don't just mean on a society level, on a civil level, but I mean on personal level. I mean, addiction right. rates, you mm -hmm. know, divorce rate, I mean, or whatever, you know, right. all the different things that are indicators of stability in our world are falling apart, you know. Yeah. Um, and COVID has been no, no help, no ally in any of those things. Yeah, it's, it's even shine a light on how extreme those divides are, right? Mm -hmm. Those divides already existed before COVID, but after COVID, it just showed us how great they, like how greater their impact is, essentially. Sure. Yep. So. Yeah. Paul, I cut you off earlier. What were you going to say? What? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Don't do that to me, Paul. Don't do that to me, man. <laughs> and by the way, well, I, I, our timer went off. and I heard, I heard the timer. I heard the timer. <laughs> and, Kaylin, I, uh, first of all, I just want to say one thing that's bothering me more than anything else right now. Paul, you know, look on your screen. Do you see what's the matter with my uh, virtual background? There's nothing matter with your virtual background. Oh, it's not mirrored? It it's not fine. backwards? No, no, no. I see mine is backwards. We're, oh, we're, that's we're mirrored, what it is. Man. We're mirrored. Right. <laughs> You're fine, man. You're fine. All right. Kaylin, uh, you know, we started this. Let, let, I'm going to look. My, my faithful, our faithful, loyal listeners out there, this was supposed to be a discussion about our lunch and learn uh, that we do at Sweet Talk uh, or at Sweet at Continuing Education Workforce Training. It might have been, but this was better. No, that's my point, is this whole conversation was to get on, throw a little plug in, have a light little, a light, you know, a very surface level conversation with Caitlin about her experience at the Lunch and Learn. And I think we just went to the deep end of the pool and just, I mean, we, we went right in. I mean, we sunk to the bottom and hung out down there for a little bit and waded through some of the things. And that was a wonderful conversation, Caitlin. Thank, okay, thank you. Caitlin, I enjoyed that was, it. That was really nice. Um, 
I, I do have to ask one tiny question about mm. the lunch and learn. Um, yes, uh, we do this now through Zoom. Um, did you, how did you enjoy that experience? I mean, was it different? I mean, or are we just so now used to the COVID world that we go, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I think that was it. I've done so many Zoom conferences this summer, you know, for teacher training that it was just another way to do it. Um, I think we were all maybe a little intimidated to like interact with him when he was, you know, talking. So it wasn't so much a conversation as he was hoping. Um, but I think like if I were to do another one and it was a conversation, I think I'd feel more comfortable. Um, but I mean, his information was, was awesome. So, and it worked on the Zoom level. So Excellent. Okay, Excellent. good, good, good. So uh, with all that being said, uh, I just want to let's put out our plug the way it should be. Well, it well, is, I, um, I got one thing, oh, one other okay. thing. So Caitlin, you mentioned that you do some uh, diversity training um, or equity training with teachers. Mm -hmm. um, do you just do that at Pocatello High or do you do it for teachers in your area? And uh, is it something that they contact you for? Yes, um, all of the above. So I did a pokey training uh, last year before COVID hit um, for about three hours. And, and that was just with pokey people. Um, and then the student services director has, um, we worked together and she contacted me to see if I should, if I could offer it to the whole district. Um, and so on Friday, I have an hour and a half, just a little kind of a taste with every teacher in the district, K through 12. Um, and then I will be offering other trainings for the district later in the year, probably via Zoom or Google Meet. Um, and then the other expansion is through um, the Idaho Education Association or the National Education Association when they ask us to travel. Have you Very ever cool. considered community training? Yes, I have, but I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> okay. So, so, uh, you, so you don't have anything that people would contact you for then directly? Um, well, I have an email um, address if they wanted to talk to me, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay. All right. You want to give your email address? Yeah, sure. Um, so it's, this will be my school email. It's pancow, P-A-N-K-A-U-C-A at sd25.us. Okay, excellent. Very good. Thank Very you. good. And if you are interested in learning more about our Lunch and Learns, and the topics do change on a monthly basis, and they're all relevant to workplace environment and workplace and how to work more efficiently, um, including uh, what we talked about was uh, diversity and equity, uh, it's at ctrain.isu.edu backslash lunch learn. Um, and that's ctrain.isu.edu lunch learn. And if you want to check us out, you're going to go cetrain at isu.edu. That's cetrain at isu.edu. And uh, Caitlin, I can't tell you how much I appreciated you being on the show. Um, I got to be honest with you, Caitlin. I, I think I'm going to figure out a way to get you back on and maybe have a little bit more specific conversation about some of these things, awesome. um, especially with an English teacher. Um, I want to talk about language and the language and some of the things we're running into about language. I want yeah. and have that conversation where um, the rel, you know, those, the, the, that kind of type. So awesome. anyway, Paul, do you got anything you want to throw at Kaylin before we off? No, no, I, I, I got her, got her, her contact information so that if people want to reach out, uh, it's been really, I mean, Jason and I were talking before you got on going, I don't know. I, I don't know how this is going to go. Yeah. Are we going to get 20 minutes? And 
really we got we could keep we could continue on with this um it was really fun um, thank you i i really appreciate the time a, to talk with you both yeah, all right you're such a great guest thank you thank you thank, thank you. you very much all right continuing education workforce training suite is comprised of professionals dedicated to serving your educational needs we understand that when it comes to your future, it's all about you. Because our staff and faculty have real-world experience actually doing what they teach, our students obtain the skills and knowledge they are looking for to be competitive in today's marketplace. For more information, please visit our website, ctrain.isu.edu. That is ctrain.isu.edu. Or call us at 208 282 Three three seven two.